0: Hi, I'm Debbie and I'm Shannon. We're friends who love exploring, adventuring, and spending time outside with our families. As a former park ranger, I have a lot of experience recreating in the great outdoors.
1: And as a member of Pennsylvania Mountain Rescue, I
0: have both a love and respect for enjoying the wilderness. From hiking to road trips, from family walks to fishing, we will discuss the best ways to get your entire family to enjoy the outdoors together safely. Join us for some tips, ideas, and some fun as we dive into all things outdoors. This is the Outdoor Family Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Outdoor Family Podcast. I'm Debbie, as always here with Shannon. Hey, Shannon.
1: Hey, Debbie. So excited to be back this week, continuing our talk about hiking with the family. Last week, we discussed um, our definition of hiking, the benefits of hiking, and how to go about picking a trail. So if you haven't already listened to that episode, make sure you go ahead back and take a listen. Um, but of course, you don't have to listen to them in any sort of order.
0: Yeah, that's right. They're definitely companion episodes, part one, part two, but um, they definitely don't need to be listened to in any order. So feel free if you want to keep listening to this episode and then go back, feel free or vice versa. Um, So before we dive into part two, Shannon, um, what did you and your family do outdoors this week? Oh,
1: my gosh, we had so much fun this weekend. We went up to Wind Gap and we hiked around um, the creek and the waterfalls up there, which was super fun. Got a bite to eat, supported our local businesses. And so today the wolf pack went out, our normal Wednesday hike. Um, we get together with some neighborhood kids and we do um, the curriculum Enjoying Nature with Children. And we kind of go out to a local place and take our hike on Wednesday. So we went down to the Broadhead Creek um, and the kids enjoyed splashing in the water. Um, and the moms enjoyed just hanging out and chatting.
0: Awesome. That sounds Which was great. really cool. Yeah. Especially yeah. since it was like a million degrees to get today. Oh my um, gosh, I know. It felt like summer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what were it you was, up to? Um, today, we, since it was a million degrees, and by a million, I mean it was approximately, you know, between 85 and 88 degrees today, which is <laughs> pretty hot for, you know, Pennsylvania in May. Yeah. Um, but so I decided to um, take my daughter and I to our local state park promised land state park and we went to the beach um and we headed out early so to kind of beat the crowds so um it was really nice we were we were out of there by one it was starting to get crowded the water was freezing but (laughs) um i mean we we splashed in the water and played in the sand a little bit had lunch and um and then (laughs) we had to go run some errands and um she saw the woods and said, I want to go walking in the woods. Yes. (laughs) But I had to say, no, it's always, I, it like kills you when, you know, they bring it up themselves like, Oh, let's go on a hike, but we can't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So anyway, I love it over there, though. It's awesome that you can go that you get both the beach and the woods right there at promised land. So yeah, there's everything
0: you can go camping there. There's, you know, swimming, there's hiking, there's it's a beautiful park. So we love it. Um, All right. So today, um, in part two, we want to talk to you about more of the kind of the nitty gritty um, what to bring on your hike. And then With that, we'll discuss some of our favorite gear, and then most importantly, how to make it more fun for everyone involved. Okay, so Shannon, let's start it off. We've picked our trail, according to last week, we've picked our trail, we're ready, we packed the car, Um, we're ready to pack the car, so what do we bring? Um, This is one of my favorites. Shannon, have you ever seen the Portlandia skit, Get the Gear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, so they, <laughs> just a brief overview of it. First of all, if you've never seen Portlandia, it's kind of like, a um, I don't know. How do you describe it? It's kind of like sketch comedy. Um, yeah. And you know, it's Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein, and um, first of all, it, it's hilarious. But um, in this skit, they decide to go out hiking for the day, and they, um, you know, just start with the basics. They get, you know, get changed and get ready, and then they decide, oh, wait, well, what if it rains? Let's get our rain gear. Okay, so then they go get their rain gear, and then they're like, well, what if? Um, I don't even remember. They just keep getting more and more and more. It was literally everything. Anything you could possibly think of. It ends with them researching on Amazon the best GPS units for several hundred dollars in case they get lost. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So even though it's really easy to slip into this mind frame of like, oh, we got to get everything, um, it doesn't have to be this way. So honestly, like the bare minimum are sneakers or some sort of good shoes and layers and you'll be fine. You don't need expensive socks, special pants or a doofy hat to get started. Now I'm not saying I don't have those things because I do, but <laughs> you don't have to have those things. So, I mean, especially if you're just experiencing this for the first time, just do with what you have and from there if you want to expand your, you know, your gear, then have at it, but you know, you don't need to get all those things.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, you don't need everything, but don't tell my kids you don't need the doofy hat because (laughs) I'm still wearing it. (laughs) Uh, But there are, like you said, uh, you know, a few essentials that you have to consider. And one of the biggest ones being uh, shoes. So you're definitely going to want comfortable shoes. They're probably the number one must have. Um, There's been many hiking books that spend chapters mentioning how much of a difference the right pair of shoes can make and uh, lots of great music about the great relief of removing those shoes after a long hike. <laughs> <laughs> so first, think ahead. Has it recently rained? Uh, do the reviews mention lots of mud? I know my kiddos can't help themselves if there's water on the ground, mm-hmm. they're going in it. Yeah. So waterproof footwear <laughs> is a must for our family. Uh, something as simple as rain boots um, on a flat hike are just fine, you know? Mm-hmm. If there's long, longer... Um, stretches of water or larger bodies of water, um, like creeks or ponds. Um, usually my kiddos will have their shoes off, you know, before I can even say no. (laughs) So I don't mind, but you know, getting sneakers and socks back on wet feet. Well, you know, if you know, you know, so, (laughs) um, hiking sandals are great options then, you know, especially Mm -hmm. if you're doing something like that. Um, the right shoes for you and your kiddo can definitely make all the difference. Um, it can even get them excited. I know all those sneakerheads out there will remember the light up shoes of our generation. Can you imagine the coolness level, Debbie, of marching down the water gap, feet glowing beneath you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure I never had them. I don't, <laughs> I <laughs> don't ever remember having them, um, but yes. <laughs> um, but you're right. Shoes can make all the difference. Um my husband and I have good waterproof pair of hiking boots, um, so that's usually what we wear. Um, the only exception is if we know it's going to be either pretty flat, easy trail. We might just wear sneakers or our hiking sandals. Um, or if we know it's going to be super wet or muddy, then we might wear our, our, our rain boots. Um, but we often bring sandals or Crocs or something else like that to change into after our hike, like you mentioned, Shannon, um, especially in the summer, because it does feel glorious to air out your feet after a long summer hike. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just um, in case people are interested, I don't know, you guys will have to let us know if you're interested in actual brands, but I'll just name, and we will list in the show notes anything we recommend, but um, the hiking boots my husband and I both have are Oboz, O-B-O-Z, and we love them. Um, The hiking sandals we both have, which we also love, are Chacos, Um, and actually my husband has had his pair of Chacos. We figured it out last summer, I think. He has sent them in. You can send them in to get resold. Um, oh, you just pay, yeah. You just pay shipping. He sent them in twice now, and I think he's had them. I think we figured out almost fifteen years now. So um, I think it's a time for a new pair for him, even though they're still doing great. <laughs> um, and I finally, he finally just got me to to try some last summer, and I love them. So I don't know why I waited so long. Um, awesome. And then our rain boots are bogs, but I mean, of course, whatever works, works, you know. Um, But those are just, you know, some of my recommendations. Now, as for our daughter, we usually evaluate the trail, like you mentioned, Shannon, and the weather, what it's been like. Um, And then we rotate either between her hiking boots, which are waterproof, um, or her rain boots or snow boots if it's winter, um, or her hiking sandals. Um, If it's just a stroll on a gravel trail or something, then sneakers or hiking sandals are sufficient. Um, We also have those, I don't know if you've seen these, um, um, they're called Fibian water shoes from StrideRite that I love. Yeah. So they're basically, I mean, they could be sneakers. You could wear socks with them. They could be sneakers or they're also like croc-like so they have holes in them they're the same materials crocs so they can be water shoes as well wear them without socks and be water shoes um but i like them because they're like a full sneaker shoe so they stay on better than crocs um and obviously like some some kind of like some hiking sandals and stuff don't have like closed toes so i always like that for like going through streams and stuff um so yeah, they look like a sneaker, but they're a water shoe, and I love them. I know another brand that makes them is um, Native, um, and I, I've even seen them, you know, at Target. Target makes something similar as well. So um, just make sure their shoes fit them well. That's really the the sticking point there, and um, and they stay on their feet well they're, they're not like flopping off all the time. Um, please don't go hiking with flip flops. I've seen so many people. Um, coming down from like rugged trails with broken flip-flops because they thought they could just wear their flip-flops up it so
1: (laughs) right Um, or unfortunately you find them left behind on the trail usually that's like one of the number one things you find left you know are broken (laughs) flip-flops yeah
0: yeah don't do it
1: people okay (laughs) for sure Um, so in addition to good shoes you want to make sure um you have the right clothing right Mm -hmm. so you want to either wear or pack the appropriate clothing so emphasis on pack um since layers are the key um at least for us right yes so in all outdoor activities um putting light layers into a backpack is an easy way to stay prepared. Mm -hmm. So think about ponchos, long sleeve shirts. Those are easy things to throw in the pack. And um, of course you want to check the weather in your area before you go hiking. Um, But as both of us know, um, you can never rule out a shower. Nope. Uh, That's happened many times to both of us. So So if you're hiking with kids, um, a full set of extra clothes, um, including diapers, wipes, underwear, socks—everything—is mm-hmm. also a really good idea. Um, even if you leave it in the car, you know you'll yeah. be thankful later that it's there.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at the very least, in the car, even if you don't feel like carrying it. Um, and actually, last summer, <laughs> just as an example, we got caught in a really big <laughs> thunderstorm while hiking, and I, oh. I don't—I don't know what we did. I. I don't know if we forgot to check the weather or it was a last minute thing and we just kind of ran out um, or if we thought the rain was going to miss us or it was going to be later. I don't even remember what happened. Summer shower. <laughs> yeah. But we, um, it just started and we we could tell it was coming um, and it started lightly but very quickly got heavier and thunder and we started to, um, we tried to shelter under some trees which worked for a very, sh- very short period of time. But then- um we just started hiking again because we were getting as wet under the tree as if we would just keep moving. So, um, there you go. <laughs> luckily it was just a passing, you know, summer thunderstorm and it was warm that day, so even though we were soaking wet, we didn't get cold. Um we did have, you know, layers of other clothes but just not our rain gear. Um so it very easily could have turned bad if um it was colder that day. Um or, you know, for a variety of other reasons, just because of our our lack of preparedness. and you know, we've been doing my husband and I have been doing this forever, and so you still make mistakes. you still don't check or, like I said, it was a last minute thing, and we just went. Um, our daughter was still in diapers at the time, so we always luckily had like a change of clothes and stuff for her in the car. So she got to ride home in dry clothes and. We did not. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is usually the case. Or- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we talked about shoes. We talked about clothes. Layering is key. Um, Shannon, what else do you like to bring on a hike?
1: Uh, Don't forget the food. Uh, (laughs) No, not the tacos. Although, no, 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 I'm just kidding. So (laughs) we're talking about food for energy and for bribery. Mm -hmm. That's right, folks. We're not above bribing. Um, I've even been known to accept a food bribe in the past myself. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So some people offer bribes every mile um, or at the destination, at the end. You know, it's whatever works for you. The book I just read about the Appalachian Trail where I was telling you guys about the whole family that that hiked, um, they mentioned finding how motivating a single gummy bear could be. (laughs) I mean – you know, a gummy bear might not work for you or I, you know, on a small trail locally, but I can only imagine on the Appalachian Trail, you know, what a yeah. gummy bear could do um, to a family each mile. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So imagine, you know, imagine for us what what the promise of a Sunday or um, an iced coffee for us mamas could do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not here to judge. Mm-hmm. So uh, we also take into consideration how long we'll be out, um, plan for food. Uh, for instance, we pack lunch some Sometimes because we don't know
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, sometimes if we're going to eat on the uh, ride home, you know, it's easy just to pack a sandwich or a snack in there to make sure that you have it. Um, Last year when school was canceled um, for a little bit from the pandemic, um, our motivation actually became finding fun spots um, to eat in nature. So we would pack a lunch and uh, try to explore locally, you know, kind of in our backyard, and uh it gave us something to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I we even on not hikes, we almost always now we leave the house, we are packing a lunch. At, at yeah. least for our daughter, if not for everyone. That's um true. because yeah, you just you have to have the food that is one way to keep people happy. <laughs> we yeah, don't someone's get, always hungry. Exactly. We don't want to get hangry <laughs> on the trail. So <laughs> um speaking of adult bribes, Shannon, that reminds me. Um I'm on stories today. I don't know. Um, That reminds me of um, a few years ago. So right before my daughter, no, not right before, um, a year before my daughter was born, we went to the Grand Canyon with friends and we hiked down into the canyon. Um, And so we hiked down into the canyon one morning, early in the morning. We started in the dark. Um so we got down it was in the middle of like this massive heat wave so we wanted to get down to the bottom before you know like midday hottest sun. Yeah. Um so we got down to the bottom we spent two nights at the bottom. Uh I kid you not the bottom temperature of the Grand Canyon was um there was a thermometer down there it was I think it was like 112 was the highest we saw oh or whatever. It was insane. Um but Luckily, we were camping right on a stream, so we basically spent our days in the stream. So we spent two nights down there, and then we <laughs> woke up early. Same thing, you know, still in the dark um, to hike back out. And when we got to the top, we went straight into one of the concession concessioniers yes. or whatever and got online for ice cream. <laughs> yes, best ice cream ever. Yes, it tasted <laughs> amazing. <laughs> okay, so. Yes. Food, 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 food. Even if you don't think you're going to need it. I mean, obviously don't back pack a steak dinner or whatever, you know, but bring snacks, bring granola bars, bring lunch, bring, you know, bring it all. And, um, that will most likely please somebody somewhere along the way. Yes. All right. Now, in addition to food, of course, you also need water. So um, we packed our snacks, our lunch, um, even in the winter, water is essential for everyone, which a lot of people don't think, um, you just don't feel thirsty, but you still need to, you know, if you're hiking and working up, a, a sweat, you need to consume water, especially if you're bringing your dogs, please make sure you have water for your dogs. Um, don't assume that you're going to find water somewhere along the trail. Um, we make sure we always have enough water for every being, so, People, dogs, um, any water bottle will do. Um, we usually use, we have stainless steel reusable bottles, but, um, I mean, if you want to pack a lighter, of course, just pick up a water bottle from your gas station before you hit the trail. Um, but please don't leave them on the trail. Just mm-hmm. putting it out there. Um, also if we're going to be out for a longer hike, we might bring our water bladders, um, which I don't know. I know like a lot of bikers and stuff use these, um, bikers, I mean, cyclists, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell I don't wear well, we them. Right? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so we have the platypus brand. Um, but there's also cam, I think camelback is probably the most, um, popular, um, where it's just, it, it is what it, it's like a big plastic, silicone-ish bladder that you can fill with water and then it has this long tube that um you know you can bring around over your shoulder so that all you have to do is kind of pick up the tube and sip from it um we usually only use those on longer hikes only because they're kind of a pain to clean and dry and all that kind of stuff um but they are super convenient if you're on longer hikes um and a lot of hiking backpacks if you have a specific hiking backpack they will have um specific pockets to put the water bladders in and then they will have holes for the tubes to go through. So it's pretty convenient. Um, you can, you know, drink while walking, you don't even have to stop. Um, so you definitely cannot rely on drinking water from natural water sources, even though it might be okay. Do not rely on that.
1: That's right. We can't stress this one enough. Um, you never know what's in the water, even if it looks, clean. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to have to carry all of your water, then a filter or iodine tablets are necessary for clean water. Um, even dogs can get sick from drinking from puddles or dirty water. Habs, harmful algae bacteria are an issue in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure in other areas. Um, so there is a um, a vaccine that dogs can get to prevent this. I looked it up because I know our dog gets it every year with her vaccines. It's called the leptis- leptospirosis vaccine. I don't know if That's I said awesome. that right. Yeah. Um, so we'll put a link in the show notes about what it is. Um, but basically it protects your dog from getting sick from um, that specific bacteria, which is, I think, one of the most common ones. Um yeah in the water. Um, so you don't have to worry if they do drink from a contaminated stream or a puddle or something like that. Um, not to say that there aren't other bacteria that could harm them because there just certainly is, but that is one sure. of the most common ones. Um, so if you are concerned about that, that's something you can look into.
1: Awesome.
0: Okay. We have our water and our food. What are we going to put all of that in? So next is something to carry everything in. So any bag or pack can do here, because like we said, you don't have to get the gear to to get out, get outside. Um, But in my opinion, backpacks are the most convenient and comfortable. Um, You don't need a fancy hiking backpack, but do make sure it fits well and it's comfortable. Um, you can go crazy with hiking backpacks, both in research and money, but it's, it's not necessary. My husband and I both have had lots of brands of backpacks and we now both use Osprey bags, which we love. Um, we both have backpacking and just hiking packs, um, from that brand. They have lots of style sizes. They even have gender specific packs. So, um, you know, they're, they're female packs, Um, are made to fit the female body a little bit better. Um, And they're just built awesome. Some people also use the hiking fanny pack or are they called butt bags now or something? I don't know. They're back in style.
1: I don't know, (laughs) but where do I sign up for the butt (laughs) bag? I am sure you can go to any store and find one for yourself. (laughs) Seriously though, so many great options when it comes to bags. I love it.
0: Um, I just can't with the fanny pack. I can't do it. It brings me right back to our uh, family vacations when I was about eight. Um, so I can picture my purple fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, um, the other kind of backpack you can look into if you have smaller kids is the kid carrying kind. Um, so we actually still use one with our daughter sometimes on more strenuous hikes Um, or if we actually want to get the physical benefits of hiking that we mentioned last time. Um, She'll be four in June, but she's pretty small for her age. Um, So of course, just check the size and weight restrictions of the specific pack you're looking at. Um, But ours is a um, Deuter bag and it can support up to 48 pounds and she is still right around 30 pounds. So like I said, she's pretty small. Um, So we'll be definitely getting uh, lots of use of that before we have to ditch it um, you could also use like if you have an ergo carrier or what other any other baby carrying device you have um, you can certainly bring those on a hikes um, but just know that if you're doing like a real long more rugged hike the hiking backpacks even though they are pretty significant they're pretty big um, they're gonna be so much more comfortable for both you and and the kid for sure. Yeah. They also usually have, um, storage in them. So not only can you carry your child, but you can carry, you know, your snacks and lunch and things and diapers and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can even get, and we have this, um, canopies and a pillow for them. So, um, when our daughter was younger, she would take naps in this thing all the time while we were hiking. Um, so like I mentioned, we have a Deuter one, um, Osprey actually also does make one. And even though we love Osprey, um, from the research we did, and I actually went to an LL Bean to try both the Osprey and the Deuter on, um, the Osprey I'm, I'm pretty small. I'm five two. Um, so from what I've read, the Deuter fits, um, smaller, shorter frames a little bit better. And I did, I did confer with that. I, I found that as well. Um, but you can also look at, um, I think Kelty has them as well. And, and there are a bunch out there. Um, they are quite pricey. Um, not going to lie. We got ours as a gift. Um, so check out your secondhand websites, as I mention all the time, that's my, um, favorite tip. Um, yeah. so yeah, check out, check out secondhand, you know, websites, marketplace, Mercari, all those kinds of places, um, your local consignment store, all that kind of stuff. Um, also, Shannon, have you heard or seen this piggyback rider thing? I put a link in our our notes here. No, I haven't seen it. I have never used it or seen it in action, but I'm very curious if anyone has ever used it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll put a link in our show notes. It would certainly be for older children um, because they're not like super strapped in there, but literally it's just like a seems like, you know, it's like, it's like a backpack strap, but then it's like a strap system where the kid can like stand. There's like stirps at the bottom and they can just stand and kind of piggyback on your back.
1: Yeah. I'd um, definitely be interested to hear from someone that's yeah, used it before.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Anyway. Okay. Um, let's get off my gear tangent here, Shannon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could talk about gear all the time. If, if I, if I could, I would, well, um, that's okay. But so what's another thing? We have our backpack picked now. So what's, what are some other things we should always have packed in our backpack? What do you think? Uh, you mean your fanny pack? No, I'm just <laughs> No.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so this is a serious one. Um, you can use a fanny pack, but this is serious. Yeah. So we want you to pay attention. Um, pack a first aid kit. Yes. Uh, with at least Band-Aids. Um, mm-hmm. But alcohol wipes, antiseptic cream, bandages bug spray, sunblock are also great things to include. Um, If you really want to get serious about safety, bring a snack and a drink and an extra phone battery.
0: Yes. Or like a charger pack. And um, yeah. Thank you firefighter Shannon for your, (laughs) your PSA on the first (laughs) aid kit. No, but seriously, actually today um, Dorothy was playing in the water. And of course it's like, it's a, a lake beach. So there's rocks and stuff all over, it. and she tripped over a rock in the water and scraped her knee up. So, sure enough, um, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, should we talk quickly about bringing our best friends as well?
1: Yeah, I think we definitely should. It's important, right? Yeah. So, what should we have for our dogs? So, um, first and for foremost, um, we want to make sure that we are finding the rules and following the rules that are posted. Um, either before you go or when you get there, you want to double check. Um, if you hike with a dog, make sure you always have them on a leash. Um, and well, I mean, I say always on a leash. I know some places say you don't have to have them on a leash, but you at least want to have the leash with you. Yeah. Um, so I want to say that, um, Even if they listen really well, um, if you use an e-collar, you never know what you're going to run into on a trail. Um, Another dog who could be reactive, uh, kids who don't understand, other people, um, wild animals, Mm -hmm. uh, people set traps, uh, and that's important, especially up here um, in hunting grounds.
0: Yep, it's popular around here.
1: Mm-hmm. We talked about um, the HABs, the harmful algae blooms. Um, so you mm-hmm. want to make sure that your dogs are on a leash because as soon as they see the water, um, if they're thirsty, they're going to want to drink. So yep. you're going to want to make sure that you're in charge of uh, what they're able to get into. In public areas where dogs are allowed, um, the rules are usually a six-foot leash, um, so just follow the rules. Make sure you um, are even allowed to bring a dog um, on specific trails. Lots of trails don't allow dogs. Um, you might be thinking, Hey, we're outside. Why wouldn't we be able to bring our dog with us? Mm -hmm. Um, but there's some very populated national parks, um, or even just, um, certain trails that prohibit dogs, uh, because their
0: popularity,
1: or maybe because there's some kind of protection going on, um, between animals Mm -hmm. or whatnot, you know, so that's important.
0: Yeah, that's right. Just be Please be respectful of the rules. If dogs aren't allowed and you want to bring Fido, then just find another hike. (laughs) For sure. Um, Sorry, story time again. I love it. So (laughs) back when I was a park ranger, um, I worked at one of the visitor centers in the Delaware Water Gap National Recreation Area. It was Dingman's Falls. And Dingman's Falls happens to be the second um, tallest waterfall in Pennsylvania. And it's a short, like half mile flat boardwalk trail. So it's like wheelchair accessible, handicap accessible, and you see two waterfalls and it's short and the visitor centers there. So it is super popular. Um, and it's beautiful too. So, um, (laughs) one summer while working there, um, there are dogs are not allowed on this trail, um, for the reasons you know, we stated above, it's very popular. It's on a, you know, narrow boardwalk, you know, so on and so forth. So dogs are not allowed on this trail. Um, of course, people try to bring dogs on the trail all the time. And as the park ranger, you need to go out there and kindly tell them to, you know, bring their dog off the trail. Mm -hmm. Um, but one summer, (laughs) I don't even remember who, it might've been one of the other rangers, I was working with came in is like um so there's a guy on the trail with a monkey <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Ooh, is that allowed do we have signs <laughs> for that <laughs> <laughs> so um i don't i don't even remember we were like well i mean pets it's i think the rule is pets are not allowed not dogs specifically um so all right let's draw straws who's gonna go tell me he needs to take his monkey off the trail right? oh my um luckily it was not me um but i don't even remember i think the person who went out there just kind of left him alone because i mean <laughs> the monkey was on his shoulders um, right and you know everyone of course everyone he was passing was enthralled with the monkey so um I don't even remember if if we told him had to leave. But <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious!
1: Yeah. Do they so make, I mean, do they make collapsible water bowls for for monkeys?
0: I'm sure. I'm sure they make they make leashes for monkeys. <laughs> hey my my cousin is like a bird lover. She's a bird lady. She lives in Hawaii, but um, she takes her birds on. She has little like harnesses and leashes for her birds she'll take them out yeah. so i mean yeah uh, i guess there's there you
1: go. so yeah collapsible okay. water bottles water yes. um, maybe even backpacks for dogs to carry for your mm-hmm. birds to carry for your monkeys yeah. to carry i'm not sure but know. you know yeah. have them carry something of their own <laughs> dogs like it just like humans do um they feel like they have a task which is great uh, yeah
0: especially certain dogs i think you know like working type dogs and stuff they like if they feel like they have, you know, a, a mission. For sure. (laughs) And you want to make sure that your dog um, takes some kind of flea and tick
1: medication or else you might be bringing back um, a lot of things home to your cars, to your families. Um, And another PSA dogs don't usually react to poison Ivy, but they can transfer it to people. Uh, So you want to be careful also about letting your dogs Mm -hmm. off leash and, you know, not being able to see where they're going. Um, there's that little saying that some of us remember leaves
0: of three and let it be, let it be. Yep. Um, Shannon, did you know that some people don't react to poison ivy? That's crazy. Yeah. I think knock on wood, everybody knock on wood somewhere for me. (laughs) I think I am one of them. I have never gotten poison ivy. Um, my dad does not get poison ivy. Um, he, I remember like he would, it would grow in our yard and stuff. Cause we lived like on the edge of the woods. So it'd like come into the yard. He'd just pull it out with his hands. And <laughs> 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 however, my mother and my brother get it really bad. So, crazy. so, I mean, I think it's just like any kind of allergic reaction. Some people get it, you know, more of a reaction than others. So right. yeah. All right. So here we go. We know our purpose of our hike. We found a beautiful trail nearby. We packed our backpacks in the car. Now we've just arrived at the trailhead. Shannon, how are we going to make this hike more enjoyable for everyone? In other words, how do we avoid the whining about being tired and feet hurting and being hungry and being hot or being cold and so on and so forth? And I'm not just talking about the kids either. Mm -hmm. So let's discuss some tips and tricks that have worked for our families. Um... So how about we start with things that we can bring to help? Now before we start here, there's a disclaimer. not every kid will love hiking right away, okay? Um, some kids might not ever like it, but I mean in general the more you do it with them, um, the earlier you start, you're gonna start you know building their confidence and building their um, their I don't know their love for nature. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, and even our kids, like I said, like my, my daughter asked me to go hiking in the woods today and we couldn't, but, um, even them sometimes, like we mentioned, you say, okay, we're going to go on a hike today. I don't want to, you know, they're not always going to want to do it, but some of the things we're talking about will hopefully make it, um, easier for you to get out the door and encourage them to, To get on a trail.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just today, I was mentioning that we were down at the Broadhead Creek and it was a super hot day. Um, Mm -hmm. our kids love playing together in the Creek. Uh, but I had to do a little bribe. Like we talked about, we're talking about food. I'm always talking about food. That's okay. (laughs) Um, so we said, uh, we're going to stay here, you know, until this time. And then we're going to head over to Rita's, um, and get some Rita's. And they were all about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, let's keep talking about food because that hangry thing is a real thing. Um, Don't yes. forget to dole out the rewards. If it's a hot day, like I said, we went for um Rita's. If it's a cold day, mm-hmm. bring some hot chocolate and in a thermos even, you know? um, Have yes. a special treat waiting in the car for the end if that's easier. Uh, try things, you know, you know your kids. Figure out what works best uh, for you and your family.
0: Yeah, right. So, you know, kind of... Figure it out if you need to dole something out every one mile or every, you know, when you get to the end of the hike and then when you get to your destination and the end of the hike or just at the end of the hike or, you know, whatever. Figure it out for yourself. Um, Something else you can bring that sometimes is good and it has worked for our daughter um, is a hiking stick. So it doesn't have to be like a fancy purchased one. Um, We often... distracts (laughs) I don't
1: know (laughs) um, our
0: child by having her first look for a good hiking stick and then when she has one she feels special so she walks around with it um sometimes though it does slow her down (laughs) um so um but it often keeps her walking and stop and stopping less often um she also recently inherited one of my husband's old trekking poles because it wouldn't stay extended anymore so it was like constantly on very short, which awesome. conveniently is the perfect height for our daughter. Yeah. I so, so love it. yeah. On our last hike, she talked about how much she liked it. Um, but it's a little plain. She asked if she could fancy it up a bit. Thank you, fancy Nancy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was a great idea. So, um, we're going to take it out one day when we're bored and, you know, add some stickers and ribbons to it and she'll be thrilled with it. Um, also, if you like to visit national parks, lots of them have hiking stick medallions you can buy for wooden hiking sticks. Um, so that could be a nice memento or kind of reward for the kids if, if that's what you want.
1: That's really cool. I love that idea. Um, mm-hmm. So speaking of the littler kids, uh, we've been talking um, about your daughter today a little bit more. Uh, we know that she is three and a half and still small enough to carry. So what oh, yeah. are you what do you um, and your husband do when she gets tired or antsy on the trail?
0: <clears throat> so we often do a combination of letting her walk and carrying her. Um, it all depends on the trail and our moods and her mood and the situation. Um, but if she's walking and the train gets extra rocky, we might stop to put her in a backpack, um, which you can easily do. That, that'll that make it easier. But also keep in mind, we, we know that she won't get better at walking on, you know, the, the rougher terrain if we always do that. So sometimes we quote unquote suffer through it and just walk (laughs) like slugs as she (laughs) figures it out. Um, the dog's probably usually the most frustrated when we do that. Um, but like I said, it all depends on our mood and maybe our schedule for the rest of the day. Um, sometimes we ask her what she wants to do. She might be in a mood to walk or maybe she wants to be carried. Um, the last hike we went on, she hadn't been carried in a while, actually. So she was super excited when we pulled the backpack out again. Um, so we also take into consideration what our goal of the hike is, as we mentioned um, last last time. If we just want to explore the outdoors with her, we'll lower our expectations and just let her walk. We'll know that we probably won't go very far, um, but we're there to explore Um, and we're also pretty good at knowing our cues now, so, um, hopefully we can turn around before it's too late. So some of her, you'll learn your own children, but some of her cues are usually starting to walk slower, stopping more often, um, asking to constantly hold my hand, um, whining about everything. Um, so ideally we will, we will have turned around before all of that occurs, (laughs) um, but sometimes we're not on our A game, or sometimes we're just like so close to that thing on the trail um, or our destination or whatever. So, um, in that instance, um, we'll usually have the backpack with us. We'll just pop her in. Um, but, like I said, keep in mind if you're, if you just always automatically carry your kid and you, you want them to, you know, explore the outdoors and learn to hike and be independent, um, then. Don't just don't do it all the time. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's like teaching anything else to your kid. Just you could do it yourself and get it done quickly, or you could do it very slowly <laughs> and over and over again to actually teach them. Um, and then they eventually get better. Um So, Shannon, did you guys use anything else besides, um, like, a carrying backpack when your girls were smaller?
1: We did. We also used um, all-terrain jogging strollers. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, they have, like, bigger wheels on them, just, like, the same as all-terrain wagons. Uh, Yeah. We had, like, a duo wagon. Had, like, two little things in it with uh, big wheels, and they absolutely loved that. Um, Mm -hmm. The kids also, my kids... Totally love the gold old-fashioned piggyback ride or shoulder ride. Um, Mm -hmm. That's pretty much our go-to.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's talk a little bit about – about what the kids like to bring to make the hike more enjoyable. So, Shannon, since your your girls are a little older, what are some of the things that they like to have on the trail with them? Um, Well, they often like to wear, like, a vest with pockets um, Mm -hmm. because they like to, like, pick up
1: little trinkets and stuff. And usually Mm -hmm. I tell them, no, I'm not going to hold it. So they have, like, this vest that they can, like, put little things in. Um, But a backpack could do the same thing. Um, ours actually happen to be orange, which helps for hunting season up here. Perfect. Um, you just don't want anything that's gonna be uh too heavy. You don't want it to weigh them down. Um, but you wanna let them hold some water or things they can find along the way. Um, you could even let them pack their own snacks for the hike. Um But if it's something um that they're not gonna use, um, as long as it's not like super heavy they're going to want to pick it up and save it. And um, Mm -hmm. as long as you have something to put it in, there's no reason to say no, you know, for us, even if it's a feather or um, Mm -hmm. a cool looking rock, again, not like a giant rock, but like something, you (laughs) know, they'll see something catch their eye, you know, and they'll want to go for it. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. Our daughter has a little backpack um, and she always wants to pack it herself before we go. Um, And she'll pack, like we have like this quote unquote little explorer it's not even a kit, it's just stuff we put together that, um, so she'll like stuff her little compass in there and her magnifying glass. And chances are she usually doesn't take them out on the trail because she's distracted by other things. But I mean, <laughs> she feels special packing her own little backpack. Um, yeah, I like. I like the idea of the vest, though. That's a good idea. And I know um, a lot of kids have vests for if they do like the junior ranger programs at national parks, um, yes. they get badges and and um, patches. So a lot of kids have vests for that purpose to like display all their patches and badges. So that's a great idea. OK, so um this is kind of along the same lines but um we often let our daughter bring something special or someone special it could be like a stuffed animal a doll um, a rock or some sort of toy we also have a little bear that came with our the deuter kid carrying backpack um That's it's so just cute the little, it is it's just a little white bear um and she calls it georgia bear because we We called it Deuter Bear because we didn't know what to call it, and she thought we were saying (laughs) Georgia Bear. So, Um, but he stays with the hiking back. He or she, I don't know. Georgia, I guess, would be a she. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she stays with the hiking backpack. Um, So it's exciting every time. Every time you know the backpack comes out, she sees him again because you know we usually don't let her bring her bring it in the house or anything. So it's um, a little exciting, you know, every two or three weeks or however often we pull it out for her. Um, as you know, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, sometimes we'll let her pack her own bag. She has little binoculars. Like I said, a little, uh, compass, um, a camera. She has like a little tiny digital camera. Um, she loves putting maps in her backpack Um, So, it just makes her feel big. Just make sure if you let your kids pack their bags to check it before leaving because, as you mentioned, Shannon, you don't want them to be super heavy. If they're super heavy and weigh them down, they're not going to want to wear them and then it'll backfire on you. So, um, and then another thing our daughter loves to bring and look at periodically through the hike, um, like I mentioned, is a map. So if there's a map for the place that we're going, or if there's one at the trailhead or something, we'll always grab one for her to, to look at and, you know, just kind of show her where we're going. And, or it's something we do when we get back we you know show her how far we went and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, our kiddos also love looking at the map, um holding on to the map and periodically stopping to look at it, you know, while we're hiking. So that's something you're going to want to uh, look into to help yourselves on the trail. You can show them where you are, where the trail goes, um and reading the map is also an important life skill to have.
0: Um, Yeah, absolutely.
1: And if it's a familiar chair, maybe you could make, um, like kind of like a watered down map for them to follow, um, or have them draw their own map to follow either, um, before you go, or even after you get home, uh, it'll give them something to do.
0: Yeah, that's a good, good activity idea. Um, okay. So one of the last things I want to talk about is bringing a quote unquote buddy. So, um, this can make this, this can make hiking more fun for everyone. So we're talking about like a dog, a sibling, a cousin, a friend, whoever it is. Um, it can help with motivation on the trail and they'll most likely be able to entertain each other for most of the way, but just make sure, um, whoever you bring is at the same or like higher level of hiking as you though. Um, or else it might backfire. So if you're a beginner, that's fine. Bring someone else who's a beginner, but if you're an avid hiker, um, don't bring someone, you know, who has never been on a trail before, um, unless you're prepared for that, you know? Um, so yeah, bringing that buddy will help motivate, you know, everyone. All right. Um, so let's talk about some things we can do or prepare for to help everyone enjoy their time on the trail.
1: So the first big thing um, you're going to want to consider is your time frame. If
0: you're under a time constraint,
1: no one is going to have fun. It's going to be stressful the entire time. Mm -hmm. But if you do have a time limit, um, then you can always set your expectations a little bit lower. You can still get out there. You can still have fun. Just know that it might that you might not get, um, as far as you want, you might have to end up turning around before you want to. Um, so just be prepared for that, um, and prepare your kids for that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. expectations and preparation can definitely make all the difference in the outcome of a hike.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, that's definitely true. Now, If you don't have time constraints, then that leaves time for our next tip, which is um, stop frequently. Stop for rest, water, snacks, lunch, play, exploring. Um, This is especially important if your child is walking the whole way. But if you stop too often, it might also backfire. So there's a fine line to walk there. Um, Everyone might have trouble going Again, if you stop like every hundred feet. Um, so just be aware of that as well. Um, this is another thing you'll just kind of have to live and learn and that what figure out what works specifically for your family, you know how often to stop and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and as long as you're not under a time constraint, then another way to motivate your family is hiking to a destination. It could be a waterfall, which uh, um, is a favorite of our family, um, an mm-hmm. outlook, an overlook, a vista. Um, even there's some cool structures, especially um, around the Poconos. Um, yeah. And even for adults that can make a hike much more rewarding. Um, but don't forget to look for things and share interesting facts um, along the way and ju- enjoy the journey and not just the destination.
0: Yes, our family also loves hiking to waterfalls. They're one of my personal favorites um, and overlooks. Um, they also like kind of naturally give you a place of rest or a place to eat your lunch once you get there. So that's always good too. <clears throat> All right. Um, Another thing is this is especially true for like older kids or kids who are outside a lot um is you kind of want to create a slight challenge for your child so um just like hiking to a destination with a like a good payoff um slightly challenging your kids can have the same feeling of accomplishment so older kids might get bored on like just a simple stroll through the woods Um, But if there's something a little challenging, like climbing some rocks or crossing a stream or something like that, um, then they probably won't have as much time to be bored. And they will most likely feel accomplished at the end of the hike, which will in turn be a good feeling about the whole thing. Um, So... Accomplishments make for great memories for everyone, right? Yes.
1: So if you're looking for a slight challenge for your kids, you might want to consider picking a trail with varying terrain. Um, Terrain can bring promises of bridges, ropes, rock formations, and uh, sometimes even natural stairs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. And another go-to for us to – Well, this is, this is, this the last thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think this is kind of the last tip and a go-to thing, um, for us to do, um, even with our, you know, our littler kid, um, is to make up games along the trail. So, um, I know, Shannon, you've mentioned this, and this is a great idea. I never thought to do this. Um, Maybe you want to choose a nature topic for the hike and plan activities to do along the way. So, for example, you might do tree week and um, collect leaves along the way, make leaf crowns. Um, You could have a nature scavenger hunt. Go on Google and Google scavenger hunt, and I'm sure you can Print something out and bring it with you. Um, if you're at a national park, junior ranger programs are awesome. Um, one game with no prep needed is I Spy. So you could just do an I Spy game. That's one of my daughter's favorites. Um, she also loves to look for blazes. So at the beginning of a trail, if it's blazed, um, we always point out what color the blaze is and you know, that we're, what colors we're going to stay on. So um, she loves looking for the next blaze. Um, stop and play in a stream, make a bug collection, find a plant or decorated rocks. I know um, Kindness Rocks is a big program and people just kind of hide painted rocks as little pick-me-ups. And, you know, we found some on our local, local trails and you can either, you know, pick them up and keep them or, um, what we generally do is pick them up and put them somewhere else. So that's always fun to do, or you could create your own rocks and drop them off on trails with your kids. Um, geocaching is a lot of fun for kids. Um, you do need a GPS unit for that. Um, you could even make a game of picking up trash along the trail. Um, another thing we do often is sing or make up songs along the way. Um, just have fun and let your kids take the lead sometimes. Um, once again, look for links in our show notes. We'll have um, lots more game suggestions. Um, there's just so many possibilities. <sighs> okay. Shannon, I don't think we talked enough about hiking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Well, I'm sure we could keep talking and I'm sure we could think of tons more to share. But honestly, it really is hard to stop talking about something you love. And we hope you let us know if we did miss something that you love and something that you want to hear more about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Remember, we don't claim to be the experts. We just hope our shared experiences help make life outdoors with your kids and your family a little easier.
1: Yeah, so share your ideas with us or let us know if you tried one of ours. Let us know you're listening by subscribing on your favorite streaming apps. You can send us a message, uh, fan mail, or an episode request at the Outdoor Family Podcast at gmail.com
0: yes and we are on all of the podcast platforms now so yes. yeah rate and subscribe and and listen to us um, thanks for joining us and we'll see you on our next episode of the outdoor family podcast where we talk about <gasps> drumroll please <laughs> tent camping. <laughs> So remember, there's no such thing as bad weather, as long as you're prepared. Get up and get outside. See you next time. See ya.